What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Fumi. And it's Mike. And we wanted to make a quick announcement before we start the podcast. Our next Hack City Comedy Show is happening on February 19th, 8 o'clock at Canal Street Market. Visit AsianNotAsianPod.com for tickets. See you there. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um, the Asian Avengers, so weak. The Asian <laughs> Avengers, so weak, so, so fuckable, bro, you know? Whoa, whoa, there's five Asian guys together? Got wow. Together. Did you ever um, go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. Or you can look me up, I don't care, I'll fight you, I don't care. You wanna get high as fuck? You, you like opium? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Asian Not Asian Podcast, a podcast for two Asian guys not from Asia. Talk about American issues no American cares about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. And I'm Mike Nguyen. And quick shout out to our network, Listening Party and Canal Street Market. Check out those guys on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market. Also, if you're listening to this on your phones right now, please take a screenshot and post it on Instagram stories. Tag us at Asian Not Asian Pod and write these following words. <laughs> Some people came into my house and took my family <laughs> they kidnapped my family and the only way they will be released is if you listen to this podcast thanks smiley face emoji yeah if you could just do that for us that'd be amazing also i just found us out if you listen to us on spotify you can like follow us on spotify oh i didn't know us. that so yeah. please do that and if you're an itunes uh listener please leave a review yeah um let's see okay uh, story of the week Mike has some shit That he wants to say So I'll, I'll turn it over to you Yes yeah, So I listened to uh, The episode um, That I was on With Millie It was amazing Yes, yes And well. you opened up With your uh, Your your story Which is your, you, you and Marie Are now in an Open relationship we're, we're experimenting. Experimenting. We're experimenting. Experimenting. Yes. yes. And uh, I s- noticed that you um, did that without me there because I think you're <laughs> you are afraid of me and my judgment. I was afraid. I even said that on the podcast. I was like, <laughs> I was like, Julia, I'm so glad you're here because I can't say this to another man's face. <laughs> um, I no, I, I thought you wrote was, some I thoughts. School. I, I, I wrote. I wrote mad thoughts down. <laughs> he wrote. I wrote down mad thoughts. <laughs> um, and I was. I but I. I you know. So I, I was like. I was. You know. I, I see why people listen to us now because yes. that was some compelling shit. Oh, you don't you. hear Asian people talking about being an open. open well, we had Brian Yang on. He talked about it. A that's little true. Bit. That's yeah. true. But again, that's one other. That's example. one one other example. <laughs> yeah, also, the, yeah, you know. Oh, hey, interesting. 
both with white girls. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's a whole other thing. I think that's a whole other thing. Asian people in the arts, we date white people. But I thought it was. Um, I thought it was cool. I think. Uh, oh, I'm shocked that you said that. You know what? I um, I like when people try. You know, or what was exciting was that you felt that it was helping you guys out in some way. I thought that was yes. I thought that was cool. Yes. I thought, um, you know, I think it's cool to have, you know, open communication and have some movement in the relationship. I always think a relationship should like be going somewhere. Mm. Whether you're, whether you're, you know, getting married or after you're married, you maybe you're having kids or, or, or you're like learning more about each other. Yes. You know, it doesn't have to always be like, Oh, we're going to take the next step, whatever the fuck that means. But I do think like, you know, you can't get too stagnant. Otherwise, you know, people people want to have different shit happening. All right, let's get to the dirty stuff in your notes. Let's get to the dirty <laughs> stuff. <laughs> you don't have to pet my ego. You've been hanging out with comics too much. <laughs> I knew you would say that. This is some white nonsense. <laughs> okay? I am ske- I am not skeptical of... I'm I'm actually not that skeptical of open relationships. I Maybe that works. I am skeptical of white people. Mm. All right? And whenever white people say, this is the thing. White people... You know that like open relationships, everything is is tainted with race. Okay. Okay. With, okay. If, if black people say, "Oh, we're, we're all about open relationships," then you know the 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 their blackness, you know, p- they 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 would th- that open relationship thing would count against them. You know, count against them being black. But well, because they're black, they would say, "Oh, look at these look at these black people being." You know, oh. being, being being getting out here in the streets and oh, and like oh, like right. It's like so, like uh, like like they're they're seen as like heathens or like yes, like exactly. people not following the rules. Exactly. Oh, <gasps> look at these guys. Look, you know, they're that's not a great point. They're, they're not. You it's know, a bad thing. Th- you, you can see how how promiscuous they are. Oh, interesting. Right. Somehow, like, uh, but you know, white people can just say, oh, we're we're open relationships, open minded, bro. You know, that's a yeah. little thing. Oh, I never thought about like open that. relationships. That's the oat milk of dating. Okay. Okay. This whole oat milk thing. <laughs> Delicious, by the way. We had soy milk for a long time. <laughs> and I got on that. <laughs> and recently, I, re- I saw this sign that said, you know, they had this dish and it said, no, no gluten, no soy. And I was like, oh, now soy's not cool. Mm. And now we all moved on to oat. I'm just skeptical because I, I just, I feel that, you know, a certain set of values were put on us. And now all of a sudden, a new set of values is now being forwarded yeah and i'm always skeptical of like people changing the rules because like yeah. these rules were usually set up by a certain group of power people yeah. in power and now the, the rules are being changed for those things yeah that's what i'm skeptical about yeah it's interesting you say that because i, I would say that uh women like my age and older when i tell them this they're like disgusted <laughs> they think <laughs> they have not disgusted but they're just like oh so you want to have the cake and eat it too kind of thing uh, like yeah, this kind yeah, of judging yeah. which is fine um but like women who are like much younger like 21 22 23 yeah they actually are like they're like they don't think it's a big deal at all and i found that very interesting yeah um i can th- see that th- this this is before i was an open relationship but i was like at a show and i was like just like talking to this girl after and she was like giving off flirty vibes it was cool i'm very yeah. charming what's good <laughs> um <laughs> funniest thing you said all day yeah and um With your blazer on and it was getting she was getting very touchy right ah. and i was like okay i have to go home now okay right and so i was like i think i want to go home yeah and she was like oh you don't want to fuck me is that what she said she said it to me what yeah. she said it to me yeah and i was like whoa and i was like <laughs> i was like oh i'm sorry i have a girlfriend you know i'm sorry if i give off uh you know a different sign or whatever yeah 
Uh, I said I'm in a relationship. And she was like, a closed relationship? And I'm like, the fact that she even asked ah, that is interesting to me. Interesting. Because that would never be a question that would be in my mind or somebody else who's my age, right? Right. If somebody says, like, I'm in a relationship, you would never ask, oh, a closed relationship? Right. And I was like, you know, I, I just thought that was a very interesting way to think about things. I don't know. You know? This, is, this was like a young... Uh, she was like 22 or something right. like that, right? So I was thinking like, oh, maybe there's something happening with that generation that's like different from my generation, even though we're only like, I don't know, seven years apart or she something like that. She's like a young white lady? No, she was not white. What was she? She was, um, she was like an immigrant from an African country. Ah, interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I want to know if this is really, is this really a change in like how we're all going to behave now or is this... Another thing someone's oh, marketing. Is this I another see, th- I've been marketed to a lot. Right, right, I know right, what right. Mar- I know what marketing looks like. This feels like so marketing. You don't, and you don't know. Right. I this feels you. like marketing to me. I okay. don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> I will say that I am I am jealous of one thing. Mm-hmm. I am jealous that you found a really good topic to talk about on the podcast. Yes. And it's I am very so jealous well. about the, the, that. The downloads are looking good, bro. They're looking good. And you weren't even there. So I, I feel, I'm, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm happy with that because like my shit is boring. My shit yeah. is uh you know like oh you know the other day um Gina like popped one of my back pimples. That was pretty sweet. <laughs> you know? So yeah, that gets, like, that's what downloads. that's what the future is. Anyways, well let's ask a young person about this. Yes. And uh we're happy this is uh the second time she's we're been very on this podcast. Excited about she's this. our uh, senior young correspondent. Senior young car- correspondent and uh she has really grown in her comedy career since the last time she did this <laughs> probably because she did this podcast that's why yes. we believe because when she did this podcast last time she was coming up i don't think she had any of these cool jobs i think she was just like a freelance writer uh, right i think i think we'll have to double check with her but uh you yes, know that's true huh? as a guest for this week uh you know her you love her she's a writer for uh late night with seth myers let's give it up for karen she yeah 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 thank you for coming back on the show oh my gosh thank you for having me back oh my having gosh. you on just makes the energy in this podcast room so much better already ah, what thank you yeah this you know so nice. i was actually you know what i'm gonna be honest with you i was kind of embarrassed to talk about what we just talked about in front of karen why i wanted to protect her from this information what? No. <laughs> <laughs> i know people in open relationships what do you think about it in general what do you think would you would you be one is this something you'd be open to yeah um i think it's not something i would personally be open to but i have a lot of friends who are happily in open relationships and it seems Ooh, great for them. are they young yeah, like they're like yeah, they're like early happily, mid-20s. happily. Mm. It seems like it's working out. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think the thing is, when you hear that word, you just think that we're both on like Tinder and we're just like, uh, you know, that's what you think. But yeah. for me, I think I've just had a history with like not being honest with like my life, just sure. to me and other people. I've had an mm. issue with like lying and stuff from when I was like a young age, and this is just like a very extreme version to tack, uh, extreme way to tackle that problem. Like, let's just tell each other everything. Yeah. My thoughts. Well, I think that's good. You know? So that's kind of like what it is. Because, you know, I mean, that girl who said that to me, you know, that kind of thing happens to me. Like, I would say, like, I've been counting. It it happens like once every three years, you know? So (laughs) (laughs) I missed that chance because I was not in an open relationship. So So I'll be like 33. Next time. The the next election cycle. (laughs) (laughs) I would bet that because you you said you're in an open relationship on the podcast and if you start talking about it publicly, people will come up to you. Because before you would be like doing bits on stage about I have a girlfriend. So even if somebody did have a crush on you, they wouldn't say anything. That would be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Do people slide into your DMs, Karen? Oh, yeah. They do but they're really creepy so I've stopped oh, really? looking at my DMs yeah. oh. sometimes it's like a very nice thing you know and I'm like 
ah, but I also still don't respond because I'm yes. worried I'm yes. going to open a channel to someone who's bad. Oh, um, but then sometimes they send me legitimately creepy things. God and damn then it. I because because yeah. pe- audience members, creepy audience members think they see you on stage and you're like this nice woman and they think that you won't say no to anything. So they're just like, well, I could probably talk to her this way. Yeah, right? oh. I think so. Depending think on how you... Is it a lot of times from shows or is it from just like, you know, I think after. it's from shows. It's also if I do a segment on late night afterwards, yeah. like on Instagram, because you know right. how there's like that other Instagram inbox. Yes. Um, and now I just don't even look at that anymore because I saw when it made me so uncomfortable. Really? I was like, I don't like mm. this. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. And I also feel like I don't ever talk about being someone who's looking to hook up with no, fans. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The I fact mean, especially that your, your, your on-air segments are very not about that. Right. Exactly. Yes. Um, so the fact that I get messages like that, I'm like, wow, if someone even briefly talked about sex, I'm sure their inbox is horrendous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my yeah. gosh, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, you were, I think, I don't know if you said it earlier, but we were talking about how like you don't see a lot of Asian people in open relationships and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of that is because a lot of people try to like bucket people. Asian people do it too. We all try to bucket each other yeah. in different categories. And story of the week number two, <gasps> Mike some, had some shit happen to him. Yes. And I want to talk about it. I think it's very interesting and I would love to get sort of Karen's take on it, a young person's point of view on it. Mm. Uh, especially as somebody who is sort of like in an unconventional career, I guess, if you want to even call it that. Yeah. So I'll let you just kind of tell it because I know you want to be careful with dropping names and shit. So you do your thing. Yeah. And then we'll kind of yeah comment on it. So, um, you know, we were on a, uh, you know, this, this YouTube video and the producers of this video wanted to make some more videos. And so they were like, okay, well, you know, we need to have... Um, what kind of YouTube videos? They wanted to make kind of like funny videos with food, but also talking about like identity, right? So okay. it was like, oh, let's talk about Japanese food and culture with a Japanese comedian. You know, they reached out to me and they were like, okay, we're going to do some Vietnamese stuff. I'm like, oh, okay. Which is kind of a little weird already because not weird. I'm happy to do it. Yeah. But on the internet, you, I'm sure you know, like if you like say anything that people think of as being factually incorrect mm-hmm. quote unquote uh then you're just gonna get roasted like crazy yeah, yeah. right yeah. um let's just say for example i did this uh i did this this video and like my, my pronunciation of vietnamese words is very bad because mm-hmm. i don't really speak vietnamese and so people jumped on that and i've been dealing with that my whole life but mm-hmm. it's just like that's very annoying and then all of a sudden you're having to represent this whole identity even yeah. though you're just one person Anyway, so this back to the story. So this person, you know, this producer is like, oh, we need, you know, these these kinds of people. And I said, okay, well, how about this comedian? And they were like, well, you know, this comedian is cool, but like they're only half, ra- racially half. Yeah. Half Asian or half, half Asian, whatever this half video was about. Yeah. Right. And I was like, oh, that's kind of like fucked up because it's actually, you know, A, yeah. this person is very, uh, they're Korean. So very Korean. Okay. They're very Korean. And like, that like she... Was born there, born I think. In, I, I don't know if they're oh, born wow, there, but yeah. raised in Korea, speaks Korean. Yeah. You know, like as a first language. Uh, uh, you know, may have may have sort of worn off now because that person's American as well. But very Korean. Mm-hmm. Very passionate about food. Very, very funny. And like, I was like, I was like, damn, this is kind of like internal self-correcting racism. Yeah, that's you know? weird. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I felt like as a, as a comedian, you know, hey, of course I'm trying to rep. I'm trying to represent being an Asian comedian, mm-hmm. but I'm always about, I'm always about being funny. Right? right. Like, you know, who's the best person for the job? Not just like, who's the best person that the internet would think is the best person for the job. Sure. Yeah. You know? And I don't know if like that ever comes up. Like if you, 
if you go on you know when when you go on stage do you feel like you got to represent a certain kind of thing or because i'll go up there and like i'm i'm vietnamese but i'm not very vietnamese quote unquote yeah very and you grew up in california yeah, yeah right yeah. and there is like a sort of korean american la identity you're sure yeah, yeah you know um and i don't know if you've ever sort of struggled with that you know like that you're yeah. that not even that you're not korean that you're not korean american you know yeah i don't know that's an interesting question um i think it's a well so sort of to go back to the first part of what you're saying mm -hmm. i think it's so weird when people try and discount people who are half asian as not being asian yeah. when that person is saying hey i'm asian you know what i mean that just yeah. feels like very insane yeah. to me right you know yeah i mean i was just like i i would rather have someone i don't know it's like i'd rather i the person should be able to represent the community what it, but that i feel that's very loose as long as they're funny funny and yeah. then like they can represent the community but then I, I think i feel a lot of times on the internet it's like well i am you know if this is if this was if you were looking for someone who fit a certain mold but they weren't as funny that's why you're going to make something not good right. because you picked on a you, you picked based on a criteria which doesn't have to do with the quality it has to do with just like how the person looks yeah you know? i mean i also feel like if this pr if so, so i don't know kind of what i think is like the idea of a comedian who is asian having to be the asian comedian is very fucked up yeah. mm -hmm. um and i think as long as you are asian then inherently whatever you say is coming from an asian perspective you know what i mean yes and so the fact that they're not trusting someone to be that really just means they have this specific idea of race and how you're supposed to act if Ooh, you're that race yeah and yeah. i think that is genuine racism i think that's right, really yeah. weird and I, even if it's like towards yourself even if it's very internalized and right. maybe it's because of societal forces or whatever right. um i still think that's very bad yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I like that you said this person will have an asian perspective but it doesn't have to be the asian perspective right like, yeah right it's just you have I, I have one too and right it's different from yours yeah and like that's totally fine yeah but I, yeah i think i feel like sometimes like on youtube or like producers just have like this vision of what you should be right which is often a stereotype of what white people think Asian people are. Well, that's why it was so, so confusing because <laughs> yeah. producers were Asian. So yeah, that's it was insane. just like, it was a that's mind awful. fuck. Right. It was a mind fuck, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I wonder, are they older than us? They're not older than I am. I think they're okay. between some, somewhere between me and you. Okay. Yeah. Age wise. Sometimes I feel like a lot, like uh, older Asian people uh, um, have been told so much that there's a certain way to be in this country yeah. that if you are anything else, they're sort of like, hey, that's incorrect. Mm. And I don't really know um, how to grapple with that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, no. that's insane. That's yeah. I also feel like, I think so much of the time, a lot of our complaints about Asian representation is that we wish there were more of us. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. if somebody who is Asian is there and you're like, actually, you don't count. I'm like, well, <laughs> what, what are you trying to yeah, do? Yeah, what yeah, do you yeah, want yeah. from this? Yeah. 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 I mean, I've always thought, you know, we've had a lot of great, great guests recently. Min Jin Lee was saying, you yeah. know, the more, She's so cool. yeah, the more perspectives you have, the more, the more, uh, voices you have mm -hmm. you know the better it's going to be and so like to limit certain people on based on things is yeah. like then you're like trapped in this like one narrow like 
identity that is not even real. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Or or derived for, from an outsider's perspective. That, that makes a sort lot of, of sense. Internalized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it is also the reverse of like, I feel like a lot of times, or at least I feel this way, where I've had to spend a lot of my life proving to people that I am American because I was oh, like yeah. raised here, you know, and everything. And yeah. I was born here and everything. Um, and so the version of that in the reverse of this person is not Korean enough because they weren't you know but what you, I mean have That's you heard like that though have you ever had that happen to, to me because it happens it happens to me a fair like amount when you, when you go back to Korea or something you get that, that I well I think not in a disparaging way I think my relatives are like oh yeah she's definitely American mm. oh, yeah yeah, yeah um, but yeah. I don't feel ever I've never gotten the like you're not Korean enough thing mm. yeah interesting because mm-hmm. that's what um one of the things like Min Jin Lee was talking about is uh uh she was actually saying, and I've actually heard this from other Korean Americans, but and you know other like Asian diaspora people. But like when you go back, mm-hmm. they might say it in like a condescending way. I think I, um, I might have lucked out. I speak Korean very fluently, so when I get yeah, that, that's, 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 yeah. that's a big one. That's the big I one. I think that's the main thing is if you can't yeah. speak language, people are sort of like, what are, you're losing contact with this whole country, yeah. sort of the vibe. Right, right, right. Um, whereas like I was in Korea recently, but the time before I was there. Um, the cab driver knew I was American because he we were having a nice conversation and then he was like are you not from here? And I was like, no. And I thought it was because of my accent. He was like, it's because you smiled too much. When you <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, that no, does feel like a so very, funny. like yeah. specifically California. <laughs> yeah. You, know yeah. I mean? you, you failed the test. Yeah. You the he was like, test. everything else feels fine, but you can't stop smiling yeah, and it's yeah, weird. Yeah. What are you fucking <laughs> smiling about? That's so funny. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Uh, well, this is a tr- great trans- transition to this other thing we want to talk about. So we recently watched uh, Ronnie Chang's special together. Oh, we did. That's and, so Oh, that was really nice. That was really fun. And Karen had organized this little event for like other little party Asian comics and supporters of Asian comics to like g- gather at this bar and we watched it and that was uh, you know I felt very good about that because I was thinking like when I first started comedy in 2014 like nobody was doing anything like that yeah. like I don't think there, hey, there weren't enough comedians to, yeah. to congregate to do such an event mm. in the last four three to four years I really think the Asian community scene or like comedy scene has changed like you Mike went to a open mic recently yes <laughs> <laughs> um, you were saying there's a bunch of fucking Asian comedians now. Yes, you know? every time I go to an open mic now, I used to go and I would see both the Bryans and Fumi, and I, you know, I would see. That was like, it though. Back yeah, then. it was and, a lot. And we thought Brian, I would see Brian Bahe, but then we found out he's later Native. Oh American. yeah, I was, I, found, I was like, oh Brian, there's another one. I was like, wait a minute, he's Native American. <laughs> ah, whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. I counted him and. Um, yeah, like Jocelyn Chia, I would see. Yeah, you know? yeah. Now yeah. you're like, there are too many. There are so <laughs> many, and I'm sitting there, and like, I'm a threatened for yeah. sure, <laughs> and uh, but I'm also excited to see what is what they can bring because I often, even though I've been doing this for quote unquote a certain amount number of years, I have so many questions still, and I want you know more perspective so that I can ask someone. I'm happy to ask a younger person, which I ask Karen all the time. Like, yeah. what do I make of this? Yeah, I also yeah, feel yeah. like we're, in my mind, we're like all in the same age. It's very funny that you keep being like, <laughs> you're much younger. And I go, well, okay. <laughs> I'm also cool. How old are you now? I'm 24. What? Oh, God. I was really hoping you'd say 26. But I'm 26. <laughs> <Here we are. laughs> but have you, I don't know, have you noticed uh, like a shift in, I don't know, if, if, is it like a loyalty thing or like a shift in that sort of like Asian I don't know comedian community if there yeah. is one do people reach out to you I was just wondering like if you've visibly seen something in the last three years I mean I can't tell if it's um, happening because I am sort of 
getting a bit more attention or if it's because of the whole thing happening. Right. Do you know what I mean? But I do get a lot of emails from like, especially young college students who are Asian American being like, hi, can I have advice or whatever? And I'm always like, yes. Um, (laughs) Like they want to try comedy. Yeah. They want to try comedy or they're like, how do I get started? Or one recently asked me if they were like, I'm going to graduate this May. I don't know if I should move to New York or LA. You know, that's wow. Um, And so when stuff like that happens, I'm like very excited. I think that's very cool. Um, cool. And I also think it's cool that younger people of color are also able to sort of have the guts to reach out to people you know what i mean i think that's something that feels newer to me oh Um, interesting just just that email alone is already progress well if you think about it it's like even when you were in college who would you have reached out to i reached out to josh gondelman when i was in college and he was so nice and when i graduated moved here and i got booked on a show with him like after i'd moved here and i was like dude i emailed you once and he was like oh my god (laughs) Um, and i was just the nicest person yeah but now there's like more people like you know there yeah you're on tv there's like obviously the all the the Sort of there are people who are actually on TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there's a you know there's a lot more folks you can reach out to, sure. and that sort of like leads to a nice cascade effect where like in maybe five more years, those people who just reached out to you, yeah. they're going to be grinding, and then they're going to be doing yeah. something. hundred And then we can ask them for jobs. It'll be great. Yeah, yeah. that's you know? see, this is exactly. why that the thing with the YouTube producer thing bothered me because I feel like recently I've been in a good mood. Because, you know, you had tweeted something when we had the gathering for Ronnie Chang special. Yeah. You had said, like, he's really, like, he's a big reason why there even is an Asian-American right. uh, comedy community because he books a lot of us to open for him. He does. And that's, ha- that's like, that's our bond. That's how we all kind of met. Right. You know, that's, that's how true. you and I met. I remember that. Yeah. And uh, oh, right. it's cool. It's cool that I can, it, it's cool that there is a community of Asian comedians who are actually fucking funny. Yeah. Right. Before it was, I was just maybe hanging out with you because there was literally nobody else. <laughs> But now it's like we have a list of Asian comics who are, are like probably funnier than most comedians in New York. Like yeah, like I would I put I'd put like Brian Yang up with like anybody. Oh, Brian anybody Yang is very funny. he could be at the comedy center. That guy is so For fucking sure. funny. You know? And and it's it's cool to you know, now it's like we're not getting shit because we're Asian, we're getting shit because we're funnier than you, right? Right. right. And so like that I was really like reveling in that positive vibes, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, like we can be Asian in this way, and we have different styles. And like, isn't that cool? Like diversity, like within diversity, that's fucking dope. Yeah. And then this thing fucking happened, <laughs> and that was fucking annoying. Yeah. It's because like it's almost like you were trying to like take away this beautiful thing that we have created. I will you say, I mean? think that idea of it is becoming very quickly obsolete. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I think is good. I think it's kind of the thing that Mike was talking about before, where everyone wants to see someone who is legitimately very funny. Yeah. So if even if that group or those producers are like we don't want this person for xyz reasons if they then see that person doing really well in another thing they're gonna be like oh this is our loss yeah Uh, and i think people who are watching or listening to whatever program will also agree like they're gonna go to what's funny they're not gonna go like here's a pure blood chinese person (laughs) or whatever shit you know what i mean fuck it i'm gonna just go there this person like (laughs) saw one of uh this person came to hack city and one of the shows and he just saw packed it was and it's you know hack city that's my little baby, right? I, I started that in the back of Hi-Fi Bar in like 20... We built know. that shit up. I, every time we have it, I remember the shows we would do when we would have to bark people in. Yeah, we bark people outside and now it's, it's packed every time. Yeah, we sell it out. Sell it out. You've done it. People, yeah. and, and it's like, what's cool so is like, yeah, there are some podcast fans, but like people just come because it's a good show and like mm-hmm. all kinds of people come and like, yeah, we like kind of make Asian jokes here and there, but like there's, in, there's just so many different types of people there and I always say like, that's the kind of crowd I want to do my comedy special uh, yeah. too. Just yeah. like people who fuck with other people, they're chill. They're like cool, cool young POCs. Really, is what yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when he, when they, they came to the show and they saw our crowd, and they like just, they just like couldn't <laughs> believe that they were, they were, they were like, oh, do you think a lot of people are here because um, 
Ronnie Chang special is so successful. And I'm like, no, we've been packing this shit out for like yeah, three years. Like yeah. they just come because it's funny, right. you know. And, and like it was interesting because they just couldn't believe that like two Asian guys could do like something funny and like people who aren't Asian might be into it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like they almost don't. I don't know. It's, it's yeah. almost like. I, I'm very, I'm pretty optimistic when it comes to comedy. I think it's a funny. If it's funny, you'll you'll come to the show no matter if I'm gay, if I'm Asian, if I'm black. It doesn't really matter. Like just like I would go to, I don't think so, honey. Right. right. I would go to Def Jam shows because yeah. I think it's funny. I'm not yeah. black. I would still go because I think yeah. it's funny. I could enjoy that. Right. But like for them, it, it seemed like some maybe because they are older and th- there was like this weird barrier that I, they couldn't sort of cross. Yeah. I mean, I was there. saying. I said on 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 uh, I tweeted about it. Got like five tweet likes or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it's a record for Mike. Yeah, it was. And I, it was like you know sometimes I hear people say, oh, I got to go out and support Asian comedy. And I actually I kind I'm like don't support Asian comedy because support is sort of like like nobody says let's go support Drake. We let's go support Canadian <laughs> rap. I'm like oh no, yeah 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 you yeah. like Drake <laughs> yeah yeah you yeah, like yeah, him right, yeah right, and right, I don't right. because like. <laughs> Support only goes so far. Support yeah. is like, I mean, if somebody is like, you know, uh, hey, I'm, I'm taping my special and I would love for you to come out because this is a really important event for yeah. me. Yeah. That's fine. The support, that's fine. But like if you support only goes so far, but yeah. if you like something, you'll like go out of your way. You'll pay money yeah. to go see it. And yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll like you put yourself out there because you like something or you fuck with something so much. And yeah. that's what yeah. I want. If you yeah. don't like me, by all means, do not come out to my show. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know? I feel like maybe it's a a very specific term based thing, but I feel like support is definitely something you do for a structural thing, right? Yeah. So if you're like, I want to support there being more avenues for like sure. Asian comedians, yeah. like Absolutely. I'm like that makes a lot of sense. Yes. Um but then if you like someone because they're Asian, that is where it gets weird. That's yes. when you're like you're placing this idea of a structural like accessibility and then forcing that onto a single person right and then weirdly because of that you're stripping them of their humanity <laughs> yeah. and you're uh, just like i'm only looking at you I'm only because, you you're asian. because you're asian yeah, yeah yeah rather than i'm going to let asian people in and then i'll see you know maybe right. this person's yeah. funny maybe i don't like this person which i think is low-key one of the biggest privileges of being a white person probably yes, is that yes, being yes, like yes. pointing to a movie of white people and being like i didn't like that and that's okay because more movies are There's gonna get made <laughs> millions more <laughs> you know coming I mean? yeah, yeah. yeah 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 and being like, i don't like this white comic and that does not affect them it does not At affect all. me yeah. it's totally fine yes absolutely this I, is such a funny point because we recently talked to um jessica Gao, mm-hmm. who uh, wrote pickle rick Yep, uh, Rick and Morty. <laughs> yes. amazing. She's an amazing, and she is—I I believe she's like the the head writer for She Hulk, which is coming out. Yes, oh, very, I heard very about established that. Yes. comedy writer based in LA. And she, well, to your point, she was saying that you know I, I would never. She was like, "There's a lot of Asian comedians or Asian creators uh, out there that I don't like, but I would never publicly shit on them right. because it hurts the movement." Yeah. But she was like, "But that's how I know we're not there yet." Yes, and she's 100%. like, "I will know when we are there when I can openly." <laughs> Talk about how not funny you are, and it doesn't matter that it doesn't yeah. matter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I so true. also want to watch a movie where Asian people are just being stupid. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like they're not proving anything. They don't even yeah. have to be hot. It's like when I watched Mamma Mia two, the most unnecessary movie <laughs> of all time. <laughs> And I was like, I fucking love this. It has no plot. It's just recapping everything that happened in the first movie. It's like not as good ABBA songs because they picked all the good ABBA songs for the first movie. Meryl Streep is dead. I was like, this is so (laughs) dumb. And it's just purely delightful. It's just sugar. There's not even a cake. It's not icing. It's just sugar. And I was like, oh, once they make this for Asian people, I was like, oh, that's that's when we've made it. Right. I mean, because even if you make a movie and it's like the anti-Asian 
you know, the anti-Asian stereotype movie, you know it's becoming being the anti-Asian stereotype. Like, like if they write an Asian character and he's like a pothead, yeah. I'm like, oh, I you did it on purpose. I see what you're doing. You know, mm-hmm. I appreciate that, but it's like it's a reaction. It's such a you know diametrically opposed reaction that 100%. I know that what you're doing. We're still on that binary. We're yeah. still on yeah. the thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like uh, there's a uh, in Harold and Kumar, which I love. Like, um, Harold is great because he's just a dude. Yeah. Right? But then, and then he's got a, um, and he goes to, like, to, uh, what, like, does he go to Yale? And he has, there's, like, an interview or something. He, he, like, talks to, like, the Asian, like, club there. Yeah. And uh, that's actually played by uh, Bobby Lee. Oh, I don't, I don't remember that. Yeah, that's is, what it's played by Bobby one? Lee. White Castle 1? This is in the first one. Okay. And okay. he, you know, the, he, he's the, uh, he's, like, you know, d- uh, like, a very stereotypical guy. And then, like, in another scene, he's, like, going crazy and smoking weed and, like, licking girls' tits and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's sort of what I mean is, like, you, that character has to be there because you you have the the stereotype and then the, the anti stereotype. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas like you're we're trying to do something where yeah it's like it sugar has, or right. dumb or whatever. The it, fuck I, I mean what I'm thinking is it's gotta be like that movie Cats, but it's only <laughs> Asian people <laughs> and maybe it's about pandas oh my God, or something. That's and it's just genius. us three. pandas. Yeah, it's just us three. That's so funny. <laughs> and, and then the pandas of a podcast for some reason. <laughs> yeah. and it's just fucking dumb. It's so dumb. Yeah. It's oh my god, we have to do this. That's a movie this. idea right there. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Wow. I'm in. That's so funny. Um, oh I want to talk about um, <laughs> social media a little bit. I was listening oh, yeah. to a podcast you did with uh, WNYC. Oh me! Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. and Io. I did. And it, yeah. was, it was it was a, it was a short podcast, about fifteen minutes long. Yeah. But I I I really liked it because they were talking about how like you know like they were talking about like this new, new movement of woke comedy. I don't even like calling it that, but sure. you know it was this premise that a lot of older old school comedians are complaining that you can't make it anymore unless yeah. you're like a white transgender lizard person or whatever you know what i mean right. it was th- there's this like i'm exaggerating but that's like a complaint right? yeah no no, no it's like you true. gotta be like, like an asian woman to make it or whatever yeah and your response that was like oh that's such a weird takeaway because for me it just means like more people are getting opportunities like yeah right it just adds more to comedy than taking it away and i was thinking about how like how true that is because i was thinking like okay if you still want to do that old 90s like racist shit yeah you can oh yeah in like yeah. the Midwest or Alabama. I mean, Ricky Gervais just hosted the Golden Globes. <laughs> you know what I mean? He constantly tweets about being like, "I guess I identify as a tree now," and I'm like, "What? Okay." <laughs> yeah. And they yeah. gave him like one of the biggest hosting jobs in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, he's still, yeah, he's yeah. still getting a check every month from the office. Yeah, right. Like 100%. what? Is, exactly. Yeah. So, so I really, um, I, I like this this thought of like, sort of they're like more options now and like social media and, and podcasts it's changing the game because i think fans have more access to like raw content now yeah they don't have to like watch nbc anymore like yeah. they don't have to watch fast off the boat i still watch nbc weeknight at <laughs> 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 i'm kidding sorry go ahead late night plug late night plug um okay you do a lot of social media stuff right and you're a young person do you use tiktok this is what i really wanted to get into i don't but i have been watching tiktok now do you, you guys is that something you're thinking about doing at work or something like that if you guys you know what i mean like i don't know if Ooh, like cause you guys are pretty gonna get a tiktok well, because like every late night show has a Twitter, has right, a right, Instagram, right. and I, 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 I'm just curious to see like what the industry is trying to do with TikTok because it's still kind of new. Yeah. And uh, I, mean, I mean, the people who are working at these late night shows and stuff, even if they're young, they're mm-hmm. like 24. Right. TikTok is really run by like 18 year olds. Yeah. You know. Very young. And um, or a like, what do, what do you know about TikTok? Are you into it? Um. Yeah, I'm sort of into it. I just. Ooh. When is this episode coming out? 
probably like two three weeks from now okay great i so by that point this will have been done my friend and i are getting are buying a ton of tiktok followers as a birthday present for my other friend as a joke oh. um, <laughs> and we're not going to tell him so we just want him to wake up and be like what i have fifty thousand. what in the world how do you buy them uh i don't know my friend eliza said there's a website where you just go and then and you, you buy it. followers yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah um and you can just i think that's it's like so 20 funny. bucks that's for a, such a cruel prank yeah i just think it'd be really funny for him to wake up because i think right now he has something like 12 yeah <laughs> so yeah what? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think TikTok is very fun. I started watching it because a lot of it got onto Twitter. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and yes. it reminds me a lot of Vine, but everyone yeah. is just much younger. Right. And it feels a lot more pure that way. Like one of the running threads that I really like from the stuff I've seen on TikTok is that it seems very validating. Mm. And it seems like young people being like, this is what I think I'm going to do it in a weird, funny way. And yeah, other yeah, people yeah. are like, I like this too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the creativity aspect is crazy because it's yeah. like everybody's a film editor now. You know, yes. all the editing is like so freaking wild. And it's yeah. legitimately very funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this article, uh, the headline reads, uh, teens are using TikTok to, t- TikTok to meme the news. Uh, so I don't know, like, I mean, obviously things go viral on Twitter, but like this new movement is happening on TikTok where a lot of like activists or kind of pushing their political agenda on TikTok mm-hmm. using the medium of these games. So there'll be like some girl in like yoga pants, like shuffling, right? The dancing. Yeah. And then she's pointing to things and these little like text bubbles pop up. Yeah. And they're like, you know, every five seconds, the tree's burning in Australia or whatever. Like yeah. the calls are not reproducing anymore, you know? This is the way young people are passing on political agendas and messages yeah and uh, to me it's like a 2.0 version of what they do on instagram because on instagram i think for a long time we saw a lot of like instagram butt models posting like inspirational quotes like you know like success is where preparation meets opportunity and it's like a picture of her butt and it's like I, you're not even wearing underwear man <laughs> you know <laughs> but th- but like tiktok is more serious it's like they're, p- they're putting stats on there you know mm-hmm. and i'm just wondering like if this is if this is the way politics is moving I mm. think there's a huge thing where um, our, especially the generation above ours yeah. uh, and then also bleeding into millennials is that th- certain political issues don't feel as dire to us as they do to younger people. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. there's now a few, there were some, there was some study recently where they uh, did research with like a ton of high schools across the country and their biggest fear is global warming. Right. Mm. You know what I mean? And so like that does not f- yes. scare people who are in their 50s nearly as much as people who are currently teens. So I think mm. because that occupies so much of your brain, um, there's no way but to try and release that in some creative way. So naturally yeah. it'll become much more prevalent, I think, in something like TikTok. Uh that feels very big to me because so much of the stuff I see is global warming related. Yeah, yeah it was. Um, yeah. And I think you get legitimate, like sometimes I freak out thinking about that. Like I have a niece and nephew um, and I remember thinking like, damn, by the time they're 40, this world is going to be so different yeah. from what it is right yeah. now and they're just five and unaware of what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would say that, and I know I'm a grandpa, mm-hmm. but just I, I'm, I'm always skeptical of everything because anything that is good can be co-opted to be bad. Sure. You okay, know, okay. T- I mean, Twitter was supposed to be good, but it yeah. became bad. Facebook was supposed to be good uh, and it was very bad. Yeah, we, you know, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, you know, TikTok is not, is it's it, fun now, but it's fun now. Yeah. Also, aren't they owned by, who are they owned by? Chinese, a Chinese, Chinese government, company, the Chinese, yeah. you know, a Chinese yeah. company. Yeah. You know, oh, don't think they're not taking your data. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that like the, 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 the keys are not in your in your hands yeah yeah you know what i'm saying that you know everything can be co-opted you know um and it's good right now and i think what's awesome is that young people are so activated yeah mm-hmm. i mean i was not this activated when i was 
you know, a teenager. When I was a teenager, I was just like a stupid shit, shitty kid going to Burger King. Yeah. And now, like, kids now, like, every kid now knows about climate change. And, yeah. And, you know, you look at the stats and there are a lot more of them are on board with, like, we need to deal with this. It's, it's you know, a lot more of them are yeah. sort of, quote unquote, woke, not whatever that even means. That's just, like, the new normal. Yeah. Which I think is awesome. I would just be like, hey, be careful because you don't. What was cool about the internet before was that everybody owned a little bit of it. You could, everybody had a stupid website. Anyone can do it. But now it's like nobody goes to websites. Everybody goes, goes to platforms. And those platforms, you don't own the platform. Mm. So remember that. And re- this algorithm that like serves up all these videos, like that's opaque, completely mm. opaque. We don't know how that works. Yeah. Even the people who use it, who own it, don't may might not how it works. So like that's the like thing. I hope that people can use this to springboard into something like let's go and throw a brick through a window. That's what I'm all about. <laughs> let's throw some bricks through windows. <laughs> I mean, I agree with what you're saying. I think there's a very natural progression of social media sites becoming used badly, but yeah. also becoming political platforms. Sure. And I think that sort of comes organically of if you have a following of any kind, mm-hmm. when it gets bigger, I. F- think you feel the responsibility to talk about serious issues yeah. it almost Ooh. feels irresponsible not to yeah. do you get um, uh like called out on that sometimes i've never gotten called out on it but like when like when we found out like australia was burning i remember being like oh i read this thing about you have to have direct links for people to go and i was like well i might as well do it it's not gonna hurt anybody and if yeah. this does help like one person donate that would be good yeah, yeah, yeah. um and so then at that point it feels irresponsible not to comment on something yeah. like that. Oh, shit, we haven't talked about the fires at all, dude. Well, that's what I'm sort of, to your point, yeah. like, now everything does have a, you know, sort of political bent. It needs to have it because it seems, it seems like, you know, what I was saying before with Die Hard, it, it seems like a privilege to not talk about politics. Right. Oh. But everything has to do with that now. Yeah. You know, there's, I mean, you and I, like, we're, you know, we're, we're, we originally started this podcast talking about asian butt stuff or yeah. whatever you know yeah. but I now i love it i love that stuff <laughs> we, we inevitably have to talk about politics and like in media and yeah. like all this you know all this stuff because it seems it, not just irresponsible but um you know it seems silly not to talk Ooh, about this it. is interesting do you think that's why okay we always we, we do like a sex episode once a month and mm-hmm. they always do better and there's a lot of sex ep- sex podcasts out there right like call her daddy and all this junk that I'm sure you don't listen to, um, <laughs> but it's they're so popular. Uh-huh. They're really popular. Very popular. Yeah. And I'm wondering if it's because people want to run away sure. from that shit, you know. Yeah. And, and in a in a weird way, is that irresponsible? I would say though, although I would say that sex is very political. I would say it's always political. I would also say that that shit is not irresponsible, or it can be not irresponsible. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. My one of my favorite things that came out in the past couple of years is i think you should leave the oh Tom my Hans god schedule, yes yes which oh, t- I would tim, say is tim robbins tim robinson Tom, yeah oh my god and so i would say funny. it's not political at all oh, in yeah, any way true. it's just agree. purely ridiculous very, hilarious yeah, yeah very and crazy sketch yeah and i imagine that something i thought about is that i feel like if that were let's say everyone in that were asian american and they did that people might be like hey why aren't you talking about asians you know that sort yeah, of thing. so there yeah. is an inherent privilege of being like white men who are doing that for the yeah. most part they were yeah. all white dudes um and then i will also say i think because of that like the amount of joy that brings to people and the amount of like energy it gives you like i would watch that shit all the time oh, like, yeah, i went yeah, back yeah, and yeah. rewatched episodes yep, yep. and it gave me so much just pleasure out of life that i think even without me doing it intentionally it made me feel 
better about the rest of my absolutely life I without mean, taking yeah. away from uh, politics. It's sort of like a battery. I that is yeah. something. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I I worry about the kids, you know, because if yeah. they're <laughs> if they're <laughs> if they're so many kids like platforms, are, you know, like Twitter and Facebook used to be like a just it used to be supposed to be for fun, right? Dude, really? I, I remember in high school when I got it, yeah. I would post um, my classes. And I'd be like, yes! and I'd be like, yeah. who has um, yeah. AP Bio? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'd be yeah. like, oh, Kara, you have, and I'm like, oh, so cool. Like, yeah. it was so fun. It's supposed yeah. to be it's so innocent. That's the thing dude. is that this is, it's supposed to be for fun. Like, I'm when I, I remember when I first had access to like high speed internet, the first thing I would type in, we didn't have Google, yeah. I would just be like, break dancing. I would like just look up <laughs> yes. shit like that. Yeah. Do you like, remember the first video you watched online? <gasps> was it break dancing? That's my uh, Very first video. Home Runner, Home Star Runner. Home, I used to love Home Star. Yeah, Runner. that was but probably the you know first. You know what I'm saying? Home Star Runner is like, it's so silly and you that know, and never cool. exist today. Man. But that's what I'm saying is that like I'm worried now because if because everything, it, it, you know, sure naturally should be is very political, but yeah. now it's like, you know, kids can't be kids. They yeah. can't be stupid anymore. Like you know, like yeah. everything has like a thing, and like that's got a way on. A young person, oh, very true. heavily. What was your first I think video? that's oh my first video. I never uh, remember this. It was uh, somebody put. They made a PowerPoint of Julie Andrews and Christopher Plummer from The Sound of Music, <laughs> and it was just like uh, the video of them, like just photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then over that, it was her singing Edelweiss, and it was amazing. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah, and I was in seventh grade, and I remember being like, I have to type in www.youtube.com. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was like a thing, and I remember saying to my friends, I just watched my first YouTube video. I don't know if I'm gonna do more, but I like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna do. More. Yeah, it was like an option to be like, I guess YouTube isn't for. Me. <laughs> oh yes. God! Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of YouTube, I want to quickly talk about this Nike video. Oh, yeah. yeah. And if you have time, I'd like to play a quick game. Okay. Right, let's uh, let's kind of speed. I'll let you kind of introduce this. Yeah. So uh, I guess this is our DOS Race news yeah. segment. Yeah. So um, Nike released their first. Is it their first? Like I don't know Lunar New Year. So they released this video, and uh, you know Lunar New Year is coming up. I think this episode will come out by after that. Yeah. So happy. New Year, all my Lunar New Year following fans. Yep. And um, so they, you know, Nike put out this uh, this cool ad, and it's uh, y- you can watch it. It's only like a minute or two long, and mm-hmm. like most Nike commercials, they're pretty pretty good, very well done, high production values and such. And so th- in this one, it's about um, you know a young woman, and she's receiving her like red red pocket. Uh, Lisi is uh, is how. Well, how Vietnamese people say it. I think mm. that's also how Chinese people say it. Mm. So you know, you get this lucky envelope, and um, you a- and in this in in the commercial, she like runs away thanks to her Nike shoes, and she runs away. And uh, you know, the the whole thing is about the you know the older person trying to give her this lucky money and like, chasing them and stuff like that. And then there's like a nice twist at the end, which you can watch. Um, and I thought it was cool. I thought it was well done. It was like why a funny. Why I don't understand why she couldn't receive it. So. I'm not sure about this. Maybe this is like more of a Chinese thing. I would never turn away money. Well, yeah, but like, what's <laughs> the? I, but I, I, is that a th- is that a traditional thing? To so turn it away? during New Year's, you get the red envelope, yeah, yeah. and I've never seen anyone turn it away. Yeah, that was the one thing. I, and again, maybe this is like a Chinese thing, but like anytime I got it, and I got it until well into my 30s, which yeah. is very very depressing. Yeah, but I would get the money, and I would be like, oh hell yeah, I would yeah. never run away. <laughs> Yeah, I would yeah, like go yeah, out of yeah. my way. Hey, hold on, Uncle. You didn't give me any money. I would get chase him. Maybe I use the Nike shoes to run after my relative. <laughs> the Viet version. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hold on here. I got the checklist. I'm all sprinting and shit. He's doing car, you know, parkour. He's yeah, getting yeah, out yeah, of the yeah, way. Yeah. He's, go- he's running to the casino. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, heading yeah. to the oh Vietnamese God. coffee he's shop. Gambling he's gambling, gambling it away. 
Hey, I need that money. Yeah. That's so that's so what funny. it would be. I, I always, yeah. I never kind of like turned it away. Maybe I, again, maybe yeah. that's a Chinese yeah. thing. I don't know. I but. also feel like there's definitely a ladder that's in place where uh, when I was growing up, if someone, it was very much a given thing where people who are older than you will give you something yes. and you don't have to feel that bad about it because then when you're older, you just do that. For, same, it's just yeah. like, it keeps it's the going same down. thing every time. I, yeah. I remember when I was growing up, like if you just saw an older person around that time and they were like somewhat related to you they like had to give it to you so my grandparents would give me like a hundred dollars right yeah yeah because yeah. i see them all the time and then i remember like i would run into like my aunt who married my uncle so i'm not related to her her parents so they're not oh my god related to me by, by yeah. blood they just got and some. they would just be like ah, i'll give you i'll give you 30 bucks <gasps> you know <That's> <laughs> like nice. just yes. any this is when i was like eight or something like that but it's like a rule where like the more adults you see or on that time, they yeah. just gotta like even if it's if it's not an the envelope, they just fucking give it give it to you from their wallet or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I, I was like when I was your age, which was like twenty four, this was my main source of income. Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, man, thank God I got this. <laughs> I didn't have a job. I was like, man, thank God it's New Year's, That's so I can <laughs> I don't have to like hoard this money yeah, and like yeah, yeah. slowly go through the pockets. You still got a shoebox? <laughs> oh my god! You don't have a bank account? You know, it says Chase on it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was like when I did taxes, it was like a tax income uh, red envelope. That's entire taxable. Income. All donations. Yeah, I put that shit in my 401k. Yeah, so. I miss that shit though, man. I don't, I don't get it anymore. I, I give money to my cousin now, but um, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Do you still get it? No, I give now to my older relatives. Oh, yes, yeah. that is a yes, thing. Yes, after yes. a certain amount of time, you yeah. give it to your. I think it was I after college. I, I just stopped getting it. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. when yeah. when I think there's a thing in Korea where once you get your first job that like pays well and then you giving that money back to the people who are older than you is like a big deal yeah and that's like older oh than you. so you, yeah. you give your mom money i give like my parents my grandparents my aunt and uncle whoa yeah. i thought you meant you would give your niece and nephews money i do that too you i'm really that. losing money yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're just you're the middle class being hollowed out yeah yeah yeah. i am the middle class yeah. weirdly they're all the upper class ah. <laughs> no one beneath me um yeah. but yeah i like for Christmas and for my grandma's birthday, I like gave my grandparents money. That's good. Oh, yeah. that's so that's sweet. Nice. Which feels like the end of that uh, commercial that they were showing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. That's the that's the nice that's, that's, that's so the nice sweet. little thing they do. Oh, that's a little little race news we did right there. Aww. You can you can um if you know if you want to give us a red envelope, please visit us at Patreon.com/AsianNotAsianPod. <laughs> we're very poor. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know we had to buy Karen bubble tea and now we're bankrupt. Yes. So. A seventy dollar. Maybe we'll do tea. a maybe we'll do a special thing if you if you if you give us money we'll we'll wish you uh, some some good luck wishes. Oh yeah. For the New Year. Michael mm-hmm. do it. Happy in New his, Year, the rat. In his uh, in his Vietnamese that you guys fucking hate. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, okay. I want to play this quick game and then we'll wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, this is a game that you actually made. Oh. What does Karen Chino? Oh, this is a game that you play on Late Night with Seth Meyers. Yeah. Do you want to explain it real quick for our audience? Yes, sure, totally. Um, so my coworker Matt Goldrich came up with this concept because it's something that happens around the office a lot. Where mm-hmm. I'm the youngest writer on staff, so sometimes when other people are writing jokes, they're like, "Oh, I want to make this reference, and I just want to make sure Karen also gets it because <laughs> that means everybody will get it." Yeah. Um, and so they'll ask me, and I'll be like, "Oh yeah, or no, or whatever." Like. I think an example one was the California Raisins. They oh, showed me a picture. Yeah. And I, th- I was like, are those singing potatoes? And they were just <laughs> like, no, what? That's um, pretty old, yeah. Yeah, and so that's when Matt was like, let's just monetize this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and I read that it's on one of the show. only improvised segments on the show. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if so there you do, are So when you go on and do it, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. No, go ahead. When you go on and do it, you really don't know. I genuinely don't no, know. Improv queen. Wow, this is so cool. I also, I bring in stuff that we decide on beforehand and they have 
pictures that they've decided on and it's like there's a big effort to make sure the other person doesn't does see not see oh, I see. so you can do it live yeah yeah, or, yeah when yeah, you're doing yeah, the yeah. taping um, so yeah cool. i wrote some things i don't know you didn't write anything but you can maybe think of some things because sure. we're also me and you are also 10 years apart so we played this yes. game on this podcast with yeah. him, him with each other yeah. Yeah. oh exciting um, okay. so it'll be like a nice three-way thing a three-way oh. comedy oh nice ho 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 i'm open now guys <laughs> <laughs> i'm open to open comedy okay md players oh do you know what that is Mini disc, mini disc. Oh, uh, you know like a like? CD player? Nope. Is it not a CD player? I know what CD players look like. I'll yeah. show you a picture of an MD player. This is an MD player. Oh, the internet is this. Oh, no, I actually don't. You don't know what this is? No. It's $1,000 on eBay? What the fuck? Mike, and you know what it is, right? I know why. I used to have shipping. one. I would actually say, I, I don't know for sure, but it was very popular in Japan, and I'm guessing it was popular in other parts of Asia. Right. For like... Five years. This is between CD players and iPods. Wow. Yeah, it's it's like a small floppy disk that you can put songs on. That's what I've never seen that, but I remember there being various kinds of MP3 players. Do you remember those? Yes. Yeah. Those were really popular. I like in a Korea. real one. Yeah. Yeah. And they'd be like thirty, oh, yeah. like, uh, like I don't know, like two gigs maybe. Yeah. So not even a gig. Not maybe even like thirty-two like, megabytes. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 You could put like thirty yeah. songs on there. Right. And it was like a yeah. huge deal. Yeah. 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 Oh, I got another one for okay, you. Okay. MD players. Cool. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh <laughs> uh, wait, where'd it go? You know what Kazaa is? What? <laughs> Kazaa? Yeah, Kazaa. Yeah. Oh, she doesn't know what it is? Wait, Although what? you should know because should it know. is very related to MP3 players. What? Well, she never did MP3. Kazaa? She, she was born right into the iPod. iPod <laughs> Nano. <laughs> Wait, my first thing was an iPod Nano. I don't know what a Kazaa... Okay. Will I recognize it? Okay, here are some other ones that you are associated <laughs> with Kazaa. Morpheus? Ooh, Morpheus is good. The fuck? <laughs> 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 give, give, give him the original one. Napster is the Napster. original one. Napster is, sounds very familiar to me. That's, oh, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a website, shit. right? <laughs> and you go on and you play music? Honey, Am I crazy? I'm honey, so <laughs> let me tell you about <laughs> Napster. Napster. Oh my God, wait, what? Napster is a peer-to-peer client. Um, <laughs> What's his name? Sh- uh, Sean... He he was uh, he's an investor in Facebook. Yeah, he was in that movie. It's a it's a it's just like a it's a computer program that allows you to. It's like torrenting, but yes. from back in the day. It's like, oh, share, okay. it's like the allows you to torrenting. share, which is like really what broke everything open. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Which is why MP3 players could even be a thing yeah. because you had to down like. There's no way you could have downloaded, right. you know, music back in the day, and then also back in the day you had to pay for music like ninety nine cents each song. Right, yeah. I still, still pay for music. Well, no, that, that's okay because like then the model was Spotify. Oh right, yeah. right, sure. and then yeah. you can do that. But yeah. like back in the day, it was like, I mean, how would you? You would have an MP three player, right. and then you'd have to what buy like thirty two, you know, megabytes of songs, which would cost you like a hundred bucks. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, It'd be yeah, impossible. yeah, yeah. So that makes the, sense. Napster, yeah. Kazaa, Morpheus, Napster. all those things are the is the peer to peer client yeah, yeah. that allowed you to do that. Let's, let's do you know ah? <gasps> yeah, let's let's, let's do you know end with what this one. Old Win- Man Mike. Do you know what? Okay, this is also in the same vein though. Okay. Winamp. That oh, do you know what familiar. Winamp is? I, I these are all terms I've heard. Uh, <laughs> maybe I will also say I was not allowed to do a lot of stuff in elementary and middle school. That was like. I, I mean, I basically, I just I mean, did spend illegal. a lot of time on my computer in, until, like, high school, maybe. Winamp had that Thunderbolt logo, right? Okay, yeah. Winamp, I can see the logo and I know the name, <laughs> but Winamp, I don't Winamp know. is basically, like, the old QuickTime, no? Is just, it, it was just a media player. Is it, like, LimeWire? Because I know what LimeWire Lime is. LimeWire is, like, Kazaa. Okay. It's the, it was so like that the it's the peer-to-peer thing. I, I think... After LimeWire, people were really cracking down on P- P2P. So gotcha. it's like yes, that's exist. true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. W- so Winamp. Winamp is the is just is the media player. So yeah. like you you download something on LimeWire yes. and then you play it with Winamp. Uh-huh. So Winamp. Oh. 
is it's just like a it's it's just a player, but it was very customizable, yeah. so you could like change the skin. I had mine that mine mine oh, looked, the skin mine what? looked like the Matrix. You can change like the way the, how it looks how it looked on. So you can change this. It was to, like an like, icon of a person. Remember like no, MySpace no, no, no. backgrounds. Yes. Like you can change the background. <laughs> no, oh, she doesn't even know what my space backgrounds are. I do not have a MySpace, but I do know. Is it like a Facebook banner? Ah, <laughs> no, it's not. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was. I okay, so this is another thing Facebook. we've been talking about with, okay. as far as like, oh, no. with like, you know, the with TikTok and everything, is yeah. that like the internet used to be hype, like super customizable. Sure. Where yeah. like everything. Like not just your background on your screen, but yeah. like how the actual windows windows looked could change. Right. You could change like the, the color Did of the, the cursor. The cursor had a flame you on change, the cursor. Bro. You could change all sorts of shit yeah. on it. Yeah. And the internet was like that too. And like MySpace, I mean, it would get really ugly. Yeah. yeah. But that was sort of what was cool about yeah. it. Was yeah. like you can make your MySpace page look like totally. You whatever could change you want. your like Neopets page. Yes. That was huge. Yeah. 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 Did you read um, Trick Mirror? Is this where you're getting this from, or is this? Oh, I'm halfway through it. Oh, very dense, but yes. very good. Oh yeah, very good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Is this? No, but but yeah. it's. I think we're in the same. But like yes. you know, now it's like you cannot change how Twitter looks. You cannot right. change how yeah Facebook looks. You cannot. You well, it know, goes back to your point about like the platform. The platform controls everything. And it's like that is the way you see it. So you know. That makes but, a lot of sense. Uh, oh, this is adorable. This is adorable. This, this is cool. <laughs> I mean, this, this is sweet. Is delightful. This just makes me feel like you know, because I'm glad that you don't know what this stuff is. I don't. I'm glad that a lot of people don't know, because there's a lot of just trash in my brain, and I want the next generation to come up <laughs> without trash in their brain and hope that there's a better world. Because it's too late for me, but it's not too late for you. Well, guys. that's why they're <laughs> so good about activist stuff. You know, yes. they're thinking about the roof on fire because because. Back when I was that age, I was thinking about I was downloading Cisco Thong Song on Winamp, <laughs> and I was just like mesmerized by the music video. It's a bunch of uh, glow in the dark thongs. Shout out um, to whoever made that. But yeah, I mean, if you're not thinking about thongs, you're thinking about saving the world. Yeah, that's yeah. those are the only two options. That's <laughs> 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 too bad. Oh, all right, Karen, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Oh my god, uh, thank that you. That was so lovely. Do you have anything you would like to plug? Anything you want to let our listeners know? This will probably come out in like two weeks. Um, I don't think so. <laughs> Instagram plug, Twitter plug, oh, yeah, shows. Yeah. Come on, it's just my name. It's Karen Chi, and that actual handle has an extra e at the end. Hell yeah! Um, and yeah, I have a show on February fifth at Union Hall called "Decolonize Your Mind." And oh yeah, that's a great show. Um, yeah, I thought I just regular stuff. Check out that show; it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram at Asian Not Asian Pod. I'm also on there at the Fumi Abe. That's T H E F U M I A B E. You can find me on Instagram at Nice Pants Bro. And please come to our next Hack City show. It's going to be February nineteenth. Or March 18th. And I don't, yeah, this is, I think the live podcast will be over by then. Oh, but okay. Hey, be on the lookout for another live podcast. We're probably going to do one in March too. Uh, yes, so and we'll be coming to Los Angeles. Los Angeles and soon. And maybe San Francisco. We're going to try to be. We're going to try to do both. Try to do both of that in 2020, and that will be a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Yay. Is there anything else? I think that might be it. Um, Patreon, check it out. Our bonus content on there. And, uh, Karen, thank you. This was amazing and <gasps> educational you. as it Yay. always is when you're around. So we'll have you on again very soon. Oh yeah. God, and we're dream. excited to do the live podcast with you. So yes. yeah, that's going to be amazing. Amazing. So, all right. Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you guys next week. <gasps> Bye. 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 Okay, guys, we're back with, with another uh, Patreon shout-out segment. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Check us out on patreon.com slash asian.asianpod if you want a shout-out. Here we go. First donor. Oh, God. What the fuck is this? R-H-I-J-U. Riju Singh Tamang. Okay, this guy. So Singh is it's Indian. Like a, yes. But Tamang. 
T A M A N G. Maybe this person is like Riju. I think this is like a it's like a South Asian person, but they also like intermarried. Maybe they lived in Indonesia or no, they lived in Malaysia for a little while. Oh. You know, there's a lot of South Asian Indians yes, yes, yes. In, in, in in Malaysia. Yeah. So that's you. I bet that's, you guessed that exactly right, dude. I nailed it. Okay, so now you have to give us more money because we get us it. Right? Yes, that's how it works. Andrew Harris, just a regular just a good old Ohio, good old Ohio boy. boy. Hey, Ohio boy. Welcome. Although he did, he did say uh, uh, Happy New Year to you. Maybe as he's well. Vietnamese, bro. Maybe he is. Maybe this is like, uh, maybe he's. Like, it's like a rap name, you know, like Calvin Harris. Oh, although I think that's his real name. V- but you know, <laughs> Andrew Harris, hey, Vietnamese rapper. Thank you for donating. Vietnamese rapper. And lastly, we have um, Pak Luang, P-A-K-L-E-U-N-G, Luang. Hmm. Pak Luang. Pak, mm. I thought Pak was like a Korean last name or something. It is a Korean last name. But I think but in this uh, case, it's just like a... I think, it's a, I think this is a Chinese dude. Luang? L-E? L-E-U-N-G. Yeah. Yeah. Luang. Wow. I think we g- guessed it all right this time. I think we did. We're getting so good at this. We're really good We at should this. be careful because I think the FBI might yeah, ask us getting, to start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me who these uh, people are. Our new careers. So, Look at this airplane manifesto. So thank you so much for donating. And if you're not a donator, check us out at patreon.com slash Asian Not Asian pod and give us your money. Bye. Bye. This episode of Asian Not Asian is presented in partnership with Listening Party. Follow the crew on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market.